is my uncle. He choked me to death. Whenever anybody says they're a little concerned, they're very concerned. So what? What's wrong with being sexy? Hey, we just rolled over. Gray and gray. <laughs> I don't know. Here we are. We're on the I know, air. Mr. I know, Mr. Gray. Hello, we are live. We're coming in hot today. Coming uh, at you live. And hot. Uh, this is 2021, where we try to find... Put them on the glass. <laughs> the 20 greatest things in the 21st century. In my mind, that guy, who I can't ever remember his name, is one of the greatest 20. Put him on the glass. I can't do his voice anymore. Hey! <laughs> Name. He had a stupid name. <laughs> I don't remember. He came on the show at one point because he was one of Bodine Billy's, uh, Billy Bodine's good buddies, if you remember yeah. right. Then he came on the show. Uh, gosh darn, it, don't, it doesn't matter. You would have to be a really, really long-time listener to know the reference <laughs> of the DJ that came on here, who was Billy Bodine's buddy. <laughs> Anybody that's listening to the podcast is like, what the hell? Hey, my name is Joe First, that guy getting ready to say speaking. That's the shark, and with me is also the good doctor, Mr. Dr. Woolridge. What's going on, fellas? Doctor. Doctor. Hi, you know, uh, speaking of listeners, uh, to the new listeners, uh, if you're on the podcast, stick around. The last 10 minutes, we have swearing. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we are uh, we are on a WDBX in uh, beautiful downtown Carbondale, Illinois. Uh, for the first, uh, what, 50-some minutes, and then if we have anything else to say, we go to the uh, extra part in which we curse, and I'm always telling radio listeners, you gotta hear us curse. God, I pray. I pray <laughs> oh, that you're wanting swear. to hear us curse. <laughs> Just, you, you, boy, sometimes you hear, every once in a while, one will slip through here that uh, Walter won't uh, find, but usually... <laughs> Usually they're beeped out, and I know it's just killing you. You want to hear what we sound like when we're cursing our little butts off. Well, <clears throat> you have to get on the old uh, podcast, and we are... Oh, by the way, Google Podcast is almost gone. <laughs> this is a real thing. Sorry, I found an old review because I was hoping his name oh, might be in there. Oh, sweet, yeah. It's, it's not. Uh, it's not. I got other, I got other names like... Uh, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> like just say this. Like Breedem Billy, Keep Him in the Kitchen Charlie... <laughs> Um, <laughs> Randy the cockroach, <laughs> yeah, yeah, rat face right. Frenchie, yeah, Dildon Danny, yeah, <laughs> piss mop Martha, jerky are, jerk Jefferson. Those are all tame, really, compared to most of the people. Urethra that Ernie, no, <laughs> and of course his long departed oh, friends, <laughs> Blake Breath Jones. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I was oh, desperately trying to find that name. Oh yeah. <laughs> It, oh God! Yeah, I can't. I can't recall it. For I can't either. It. it was. I mean, I, I something idiotic like Wally D or something. I'm like it wasn't yeah. that, but it was just you know. I'm seeing that I'm real hot in the mic. I'm gonna go turn down this mic. Turning down the mic. Sorry if I was blowing you effing eardrums out for the first three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is very a serious, kiss. though. Very serious stuff here, though, for real. About 40% of our audience listens to us <laughs> on Google Podcasts. It, really? it is Yeah, it, it is going away. So I have made, oh, this, I've made the switch a while ago. Your best, is that you're four out of ten people or two out of eight? <laughs> One out of, I think it's two out of, three out of six, three out of seven, something like that. Um, Whatever it is, yeah. You do um, the math. But no, I do know it's about 40%, and it is going away. I have found that Pocket Cast is about the closest to it. Um, 
they still bug you to upgrade and stuff. But we're all still on Spotify and um, whatever it is, Apple, Apple iTunes or Apple iTunes, Apple, Apple Podcast, iTunes thing, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't we're know. There. We're there as well. <laughs> um, but for we're those, there, go- dude. For, for those, go- hey, Stevo. Uh, but for those Google folks, uh, I suggest Pocket or we're on free Spotify. Um, I, I suggest I probably think you're probably Android people is why you're on the Google. Um, so yeah, there's lots of Android options. Find us. Yes, just be specific. Numbers twenty capital I N twenty one. All right, uh, done with they're all that. They still make business. Android stuff. What's that? Yeah, uh, I you said know, they still uh, make. Uh, really. I well, just yeah, assumed uh, that Apple had assimilated everything by now and had no, uh, know, obtained guess a what, guys? on communications. Sixty percent of Americans still use Android products. You guys are in the minority. I know you well, think that, that sounds about I sounds know, about right. I know that you think <laughs> we you know we read books like you, and do but. stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's yeah, it's I can that sounds about the, the statistic that we usually fall in. Right? And computer nerds will also <laughs> and computer nerds will also tell you Android phones are highly more programmable than I've heard. Oh, that, there's 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 are, are abso- we, there's absolutely are, no are doubt. It's, I tell you what it is is good are we straight, to believe straight up. Uh, we live in a world. <laughs> Android hey, uh, put the product out in the market too quickly is what they did hey, because hey, when they sent that stuff out, quick? it sucked and it didn't work. So we all went and bought iPhones because they worked, and it's like, well, if it works, why would I get something? Well, that's right? actually that's not the case, Jeff, because the iPhone, the BlackBerry was first. I had a BlackBerry, and then the iPhone. You came love, out. I loved my BlackBerry. I love my, my BlackBerry. I got my iPhone, the first iPhone. I if you like, recall, like the first iPhone was a brick. It was a piece was of it? crap, and I said, it's nope, never again. <laughs> see, so I got rid of that iPhone that? as quickly as possible and went I back to I had the exact same experience, but and so I went I've, from BlackBerry to Android, and the Android sucked, and then I went and got an iPhone, but it was not the first one. Uh, so, yeah, see, got, just, it, it was I just our first yeah. experiences went the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got the first one, and I was like, and I also hated their marketing of, like, artists use iPhones. I'm like, why? Because they're made for a one-year-old more expensive <laughs> they're more yeah, expensive right. and they're simpler to use yeah that sounds like an artist's path to me mm-hmm. the simple hey, way no, actually what always you said the, uh, the best artist's path is always the simple way don't you guys agree <laughs> <laughs> what what you said about programming though, and that's the serious computer guys. That's what I've heard for years oh, and years absolutely. and years. Oh, yeah. Like you know, Apple's Apple's great if you're doing this particular Apple's thing, and that's all you're ever doing. But do if much. you it, right, <laughs> and that's me. When it comes to my technology, I just want my technology to work. Now I, I will say about it. I want to just uh, do what it's supposed to do. For my computers, I'm an Apple 100 percent of the way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, phones, I don't care. But then again, I have a phone that's like. Seven years old. I don't really care about my phone. Um, let's see here, Rob. I wanted to remind you. I wrote down here. You wanted to talk about you too. Your favorite, just okay. favorite guitar player. Okay, hang on. Bono. Before oh, we talk about that, I got a hot <laughs> take. Then I want to talk about Thedge. you too. Is that his name? Thedge. All right, go ahead. Yeah, the, hey, the Thedge. Our, okay, here's the my next hot band take. we're in has got to be called Sonny and the Bonos. By the way, Sonny and the Bonos. <laughs> And um and the name of the album is Watch Out for That Tree. Oh, uh, oh too soon, so, too soon. So um, I unless you want to get it removed, I did not come up with this. This morning, I was drinking my coffee and I was I was having a BM, and I was flipping through the oh, ticker tires. Bowl, yeah, bowl. Uh, yes, and this guy was he did a post from his car where he was talking about suspect lyrics we didn't pay attention to you know we've seen those before. yep always always good well, yeah. this is a guy this is a guy i never saw before this now, is a guy 
Check this out. These are this is a straight up section from Jailhouse Rock. Tribute. Okay. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. <laughs> Probably not. Number I think forty-seven. Released recently. Said to number three. Mm-hmm. You're the cutest jailbird I ever did see. I mm-hmm. sure would be delighted with your company. Come on and do the Jailhouse Rock with me. Ooh. Okay. Was Elvis singing about gay sex in prisons? Yeah, you know seems people. Like it. And I'm I'm fine with that. Thing. But uh, not, I would I think that the I would think that the kid kid rock people right would there, uh, they it? ought to be right what, up in arms. Shit. Well, they? what I'm say, what I would like to say, woke is Elvis. Back then, people didn't consider drag or gay. They knew it was a thing. That's right. Exactly. It, that's it was right. just it's a thing. A, Whatever. Right. Like I we right. were uh, Michelle was watching uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and I came downstairs, and for a hot moment. Uh, just a hot second, I thought she was watching some like it hot, and I said, "Oh, is that Jack Lemon?" And it was uh, what's her name, Jane, Jane, Mary oh, Jane Mansfield. Jane Mansfield. <laughs> like, hey, is that Tony? Well, yeah, I mean that was white? that was Milton Berle's whole act. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, so it's I really mean, funny Bunny. that like uh, their wholesome America that they think they would have returned to, which wasn't wholesome at all actually didn't care about that like they kept it they didn't want to hear about it but like it was also right. very out in the open that when you were in prison <laughs> like things happened and you know whatever yeah i just i've listened to that song a billion times and this never occurred to me this mm-hmm. segment of uh, the podcast brought to you by the united states navy and a shout out to all our good friends <laughs> hey, that's right they like okay, to have those so- ice cream socials you know what that cream that cream's about <laughs> I need the chief to tell us about what the life is. We're sorry, OG. We couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. We're not sorry. I'm sorry. I did. Question about your favorite guitar player, Thedge and uh, Bono. Oh, no. Hang on. Hang on. No, here it is. Oh, sorry. Have you seen this? This is an article that broke two days ago. YouTube is purposely slowing down computers and phones. Oh, the ad block and anything. If you have Adblock on there, yeah, it's purposely yeah. slowing you down. And oh. this is even if you have a paid subscription and you're paying for it, it is slowing down all your stuff on purpose in the continuing Why? war against allowing us to have ad blockers. What's that? Another? Mm. I don't understand it. And help me with this, seriously. because So if you have a paid <laughs> subscription, and I have paid subscription to YouTube, sure. why would you also be running an ad blocker? I mean, that's the whole point. Right. I don't I mean, I know. I don't or know. is it like you've got an ad blocker in the background or something? I was going to say a lot of phones. Maybe or I was going to say a lot of phones just run them automatically in the background. I got you. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, and you can you can yeah, you mean, can add you, your own, but I think you kind of automatically come with some from many sources. I think Google does one for you, and I think your company generally, like Samsung, will do one. Um, and then got, you can okay. add. So you know, it's they're layered. You, you can add, add whatever. One, but, yeah. Yeah. I think you can disable them, on, uh, but most people probably don't know how to or take the time to bother um, to do it. But I like oh, them. I want I, my ad blocker on. I was going to say, I keep mine on because I love it because when I'm on a thing, it will come up and say, five ads blocked from blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Do you want to see any of these? And I'm like, of course I don't want to see any of these. Thank you, ad Yeah, blocker. I could care less about these. <clears throat> I love yeah. so anyway, My, my feed is nothing but wondering... advertising, and I just revel in it. You know what I mean? It's like that's the best mm. content I can get because it's exactly what I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I just wonder it's if this true. is going to lead to lawsuits and things like this. I don't, You know, to be honest, the ads I see online, Shark's right, they're the most tailored ads you could possibly see. They're showing me yeah. the things I need to see. I don't, I don't, I mean, that's stupid to say, 
But like I told you last week, they've been, they've been advertising <laughs> String Joys to me exactly. for a month and a half. And I keep looking at them being like, should I? I don't, I don't need new strings. You should. And then eventually yeah, I should. hear Shark be like, oh, String Joys are great. And then I see oh, they like, people the I know <laughs> commenting underneath their posts being like, yeah, I use these. They're awesome. I'm like, uh-huh. well, crap. I wouldn't have seen that on um, watching Teen Titans. <laughs> no, that sure. well, and that's and that's a damn sight from just picking up a guitar magazine and looking through it and going, oh, well, cool. Roland's got a new synthesizer out, mm-hmm. and oh, there's a mm-hmm. there's a guitar string ad, and there's a you know, yeah. I mean, oh, they got a they got a eighteen hundred out now. Oh, yeah, right, right. Way, yeah. It's like you know, I'm, I'm reading synthesizer ads because I need something to read while I'm pooping, and you know, it's like I don't care about synthesizers, you know. But the point is, is I've never found out about these awesome String Joy guitar strings that you know you should really sure. go try. I am going to go. And uh, uh, if you, if you guys you. actually, hey, it, uh, seriously, uh, chasing one word, chasing tone will get you a uh, a discount. That's a discount code for them right oh, now. Oh, hey, all right, we'll do. I'll, I'll uh, check them out. Chasing tone, yeah. All right, one word. Um, and we need that. You know what it needs to be? It. it needs to be old changing strings. One word. <laughs> Get you it right. does. And honestly, I don't think that's really too far out of the ballpark. Um, I honestly don't. I All think right. their network is small enough that we could get into something like that. Can we get folks? Can we get Robbie? That's the big <laughs> fish. Can we get... I'm gonna try. I, I think <laughs> we have. I think we get man. Robbie, but I think that we have to go to LA and interview him. You know what I mean? Robbie's. Come Rob... on, guys. You don't have to make me feel this good. Robbie's, I'm try to be Robbie's like, I can be as folksy as you guys want me to be. <laughs> yeah, I can be folksy. <laughs> Shoot bar. <laughs> What'd you say, Shark? We're gonna have to go to LA to ha- make it happen? Is that what you said? I think so. Don't you? I mean, there's no sense in like you know catching Robbie folks around here somewhere. I'm, we, he's living in LA now. I say we just. Oh, you know, is he? I thought he was. And, I honestly thought he was still uh, hanging out in Chicago. I did not know. No, he he moved out there pre-virus and uh, set up shop. Uh, <coughs> and uh, uh, Chicago yeah, he's been there for a while now. Well, well, right, his then. his wife works That's for the Oprah Winfrey Network, and I'm I think leaving. she got a big promotion or whatever. I think she oh. got there was some incentive, and so they moved I don't out. Like there that so at all, could, boy. Yeah. I have a I have a beef with Oprah. I also have a beef with this Jason Momoa guy. Robbie, have you seen that he's doing like a... Uh, he's the new Jack Kerouac. He's doing... Oh. <laughs> he's doing HBO. He's got an HBO show. Really? Called On the Road. On the Road Again. And it's him with on... With Jack Kerouac and Neil Cassidy. <laughs> with him on a motorcycle just trying to look cool. I'm like, what are you, dude? Are you a biker? Are you a philosophy guy? Are you a bass player that b- bought the world's oldest Martin uh, selfishly? <laughs> are you a bad actor that ruined the Fast uh, franchise? Yes. Are you? Well, now let's not go too uh, far. It no, he ruined terrible. it. Hey, don't, guys, don't he, forget Star, wit- Star Witness he, in the Depp Heard case. That's right. He ruined it. Like, I'm not saying it was great to begin with, but it was always fun. <laughs> That last one was not fun. It was funny because it was one of the worst waste of $250 million I've ever seen in my life to be like, throw it away. Let Jason Momoa come in here and do whatever he wants. He ruined what do you do, mispronounced family? You know how, uh, that's right. You know how they always bring back all the bad guys? Like every person in Fast yeah. Franchise dies. And then they come back to life somehow. Or the it's bad very guy comic just bookie, becomes, yeah. they just become part of the crew. Like nobody right. goes away. 100% T Momoa will never come back and be part of the crew. They will never work into the story. Because people watch that last one and are just like, 
what is he doing? <laughs> He's having a blast, but this movie sucks. Did, I mean, look, he was doing what you love, what Al does. He was chewing up scenery there, Eastwood. <laughs> he was he was eating it. And, or maybe he was vomiting on it. Was, I don't know. I was going to say, he was regurgitating. He was eating it and then regurgitating it and then eating that. He was like a dog. <laughs> he, was like, ah. he threw it up and he was like, oh, yummy. Let me see what this tastes like going back down the second time. <laughs> My name's Momoa. Me play Martin guitar. I only know four strings, but me fun guy. Sorry. That's <laughs> now is that was that your best impression? <laughs> that's how he talks. Can you can you do some lines from Aquaman like that? Yes. <laughs> me king. I don't want be king. You Amber Heard. Me don't like you. You who Johnny Depp girl. Hey, it's the, the guy you know, from all the Conjuring getting... movies. <laughs> next thing you know, he'll be getting all his lines stolen from him by uh, by Jason Patrick and Smoke Jumpers. <laughs> yeah. Smoke Jumpers, man. We really, I wish we could have seen that movie. You know, the only Jason thing Patrick has I got wish, some eyes, uh, doesn't he? <laughs> I do wish. I wish that there was a. Uh, uh, entourage was still going just so we could see Jason Momoa in the entourage world. Because you know, <laughs> you think he'd be there? You know, he would show up at a party somewhere and they'd be like, There he is. He took your, he remade Aquaman, Vinny. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it would totally 100% be a thing. Um, oh, Robbie, have you watched it? Um, well, uh, have you got it, the Blue Eye Samurai, either of you? Not yet. Okay, that's fine. Have you watched uh, Night Country or is it Night County? The new. Oh yes, I watched it. I watched it live. I watched it Sunday night. What are your initial thoughts on? Okay, Night Country. All right. So, so here's the thing. I, I think. Go no, go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. First. So I think one. I love that it is. I saw guys say this online. Like I couldn't figure out how to say it. But it's a negative photo of the first season. Not meaning negative bad, meaning yes, the first one's mean. in like the heat the hot and the swamps. Louisiana, this yeah. one's in the empty. Yeah, and everything's like in that opposite. Where in the yeah. first season, women are nothing more than um, props and things that are uh, violated yes. and destroyed. Yes, I thought now that. The women, the women have the power. Now, yeah. the thing I loved is that two or three times... There are direct callbacks to direct, season one. Direct, direct. Dude callbacks. drinking a Lone Star beer. Yeah. Um, the spiral, the, spiral. the circle. You, you see know, it being once. I, in there. I, I think you caught, probably caught it. There's a picture of a dead body, and you barely see it for a half a second. But there is, you see the corner of the spiral on yes. that body. Um, yes. I think, and, and I, I mean, think we it see is it the, in some artwork, and yes, yes, yes. it's and all I, over. And I believe it is on the Inuit. Who has gone yes. missing that this kind of case revolves around? Yeah, dark. and do you notice colors are back into this? We had the yellow king in the first season, and now we have the blue queen Yes, in yeah. this one. So, no, yeah. I... Um, and by the way, I, I just have to say it. I, I don't say it enough. Jodie Foster is such Jesus an incredible actor. Dude, I, I, that's stupid. half of what I wanted to talk it's about. It's stupid I haven't seen her is. in anything... Of this, I don't no, know. She just disappeared for like a decade. She's been directing, <laughs> which I get. It's fun. Yeah. Um, but I, so here's a little. Let me give a little backstory. So um, 
Isa or Isa, I think her name's Isa Lopez, is the writer-director of this season. I didn't yes. realize this until I watched the movie. And as I saw her name pop up, I got I did one of those, <gasps> and Michelle's like, what? And I said, that's, she wrote and directed Tigers Are Not Afraid. Like We, we watched yes. that movie like a year ago, and we loved that Yeah, movie. I've not seen it, but yes, I know she did um, direct it. It was on a uh, Joe Bob episode one of my my guy on shutter that shows you movies and you know tells you about the making of them and all that stuff um joe bob did it and it was one of those he every year he does schlock horror but he always picks two foreign movies that are good just to be like hey guys i know what i'm talking about <laughs> here's something you should watch you probably haven't watched this um and anyway i loved that movie a horror fairy tale set around a, a, a gang of children surviving the cartels essentially is is uh, is how I could describe that movie. Um, really upsetting uh, movie, very, very dark, but also kind of beautiful in some some weird way. Anyway, I saw it was her, so then I started doing some digging because I'm like, well, crap, it's her. And I look up, um, and I, I immediately find an interview with her on The Watch. Um, there's a there's a show I listen to called The Watch. Um, it's part of the Ringer Network. Uh, they had an interview with her that night of premiere. And uh, she had this thing made whole cloth, and HBO happened to come to her and say, do you have any ideas for True Detective? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, and she was like, "Um, yeah, I do, but it's so, you know, she said, I wrote this part for Jodie Foster, and they were like, well, we're HBO, we can get a hold of Jodie Foster. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sounds good. Um, but then uh, she, sorry, she, I don't mean to interrupt you, Joe. We're uh, Max. Oh, we that's can right. Get Max. That's right. <laughs> sorry, go that's ahead. Right. Um, so Worst anyway, marketing choice ever. <laughs> for real. Um, and anyway, she went on to say um, that Jodie Foster loved the character, but wanted her a little more angry, a little more racist. She wanted her a little more disappointed, not on the break um, that you could see, but that she is done with life, basically. Right. Um, uh, anyway, she but she said when Jodie Foster got to set, um, she said no one there was prepared for what she did. Um, she, she said she was just so whole cloth the character, and like every other actor there, kind of just was like, oh crap, like we we're not messing around. And, we got to raise the bar. You know, and she's like the crew was kind of like whispering to each other, like, is this what it's like when you? see something like great happening yes <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like it was that and no I, absolutely and the oh man the show is it starts out first of all the writing to me was wonderful because any other show would have shoved exposition down your throat about yeah. all these people you're meeting they give you these subtlest little clues about people's relationship because people yeah. don't talk about their relationships in real life they talk no. about what's happening no. Um, and I thought that was expertly done. I'm a little tired of seeing animals um, meaning things <laughs> in shows. Yeah. However, the reindeer committing mass suicide at the beginning was pretty powerful. Yeah. That was so powerful that I forgave it. Like, this yes. is so bizarre. Yeah. It's so over the um, top. It kind of works here. I yeah. hope they didn't Disney run them off the cliff. <laughs> Well, you have to see it. I won't spoil anything for you, sir. Um, and I will say this about it. A lot of people complain about True, Desec- uh, True Detective 1 not being paranormal enough, True Detective 2 being too paranormal, uh, Season 3 being 
maybe it's all memory. We don't know. Yeah, it's um, dementia or not. Yeah. Um, but I kind of like the fact that they were just like, we're going for it. <laughs> yes. They, they were like, fir- first episode out. Like, we're... we're yeah. Th- strange things happen uh, in this world. So, yeah, I'm giving right. it a, a big thumbs up for the first episode. I, thought I it was a am too, pilot. but I wanted to interject something before sure. we get off of this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't know this till a day or two ago. And I, I think Shark hasn't even seen it, has no horse in this race and i think shark That's will right. even be pissy about this Uh-oh. i usually am so it gets dropped and <laughs> critics literally critics gave it 100 percent on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. i hate it already. so then all the fanboys <laughs> who do not like that women, it's directed uh, and written by women it's from a women's perspective they have been from a foreign woman creating bots sorry <laughs> yes they've been creating bots to go in and try and lower the audience scores on websites <laughs> to try and get people to hate yeah. it, and the director has made a made a comment I mean, about like, it. Are you and serious? And made a comment about it, and people like got mad at her. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, wow. If we were uh, talking about Napoleon, I'd be in favor of it. <laughs> Don't you shoot that! Don't you shoot that pyramid! <laughs> I mean, come on. A woman's doing it. I don't like it. I mean, like, how fragile have men become? It's true. Oh, they've always been that fragile. Oh, had, that's, that's literally why they have suppressed women throughout they had, history. Uh, there's there's oh. zero examples of, right. of men being they like, had, hey, uh, we're, we're all on the same plane. Yeah. Yeah. They had three seasons, and I guess they think they own it. It just had to start that way, and they wouldn't have watched it in the first place, maybe. Now, there's something Why, I, I love. I want to go back to women just being raped and murdered that's and right. show their boobs. Show their boobs. That's what I want. <laughs> I mean, hey, um, wait a dude, minute. This isn't the Jody Foster season. we remember. Yeah. I do love yeah, the fact she, uh, sorry, that. Sorry. And she one of them homosexuals. That's all I'll say about it without spoiling it. I will say, I want to. I, I love the setting. I love, yeah. uh, well, first of all, it's cold right here. So the show is cold. It's yeah, very it like, right. bundle up. It felt right. <laughs> um, I love Alaska during the dark, I love Alaska in general. But especially yep. the weirdness of the sun being gone for thirty days. Um, I I love so I love the setting already. Uh, but this reminds yeah. me of something else that I have been waiting for. I saw this segment coming. I Hit the be music. Dude, that's right, Goldie. It's time. My old dog Jonesy. He was still alive. He knew the music so well. That he knew I would be happy, and he would literally perk up when he heard the music and come sit with yeah, me. Yeah, because he couch. knew he was going to be sitting and cuddled That's up. That's right. Hours. That's exactly right. He knew he was going to come sit with me, and I had at least two hours to just sit on the couch with him and just love. As him. soon as yeah, I heard the harmonica right. fire up, I mean, it was like warm and fuzzy. I'm not kidding you. It was. It, it was. Okay, so that's the first and, thing that I wanted to say about it. So let me get I to. I can't the, get over how how. Um, it's we probably not let Eastwood introduce like it. Ted, Ted Lasso, but I did have a good vibe after every episode. Yes. So, yeah. Now, Bobby, it's going to get better and better in that vibe. So, wh- what we're talking about is Northern Exposure <laughs> is on Amazon Prime. By God, I've been wanting... Moose uh, walking in the town. That's right. Uh, my old buddy Robbie is finally enjoying the show that I have loved yep. for... So, let's get into it here. I have some stats, just like the old show. Um. Uh, Cheers was Cheers and our favorite uh, woke anti woke. What year comedian. are we talking? 1990, July 12th. 1990. 1990. Cheers was the number one episode, followed by our favorite anti woke comedian, Roseanne. 
And uh, no. Different World, <laughs> uh, the number one song was Uncharted Melody by the Righteous Brothers from the Ghost movie. Um, you know, I was going to say, Roseanne was really different back then, and then I thought, was she, though? Was she really? Yeah. No. Her show so. was different. <laughs> did we, did we not wasn't. already see that coming? i sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that is okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so... Uh, yes, July twelfth, nineteen ninety. This was a replacement show. This was a summer show, which you know they had it, and they weren't sure what to do with it. They that's put it out. why it's only eight episodes. That's why it's only eight episodes, and I remember that first uh, summer of it being on. <coughs> a lot of things. I have for years told people like this is my show. If I had to pick one show to have for the rest of my life, it's this one. Um, there's something about it that connects. Mine would be Entourage, me. but go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, Sopranos is close, like it's it's close to it. Yeah, um, but yeah. you will you will finally you will see the Sopranos connection about by season. Everybody three or four, knows that it's community. Six seasons in a movie. In a movie. Um, anyway, uh, there's yeah, I connected with the show so many ways, and I have watched it throughout my life. I taped it on VHS when I was young, and those traveled with me for years and years and years until it finally came out on DVD and I bought those the now here's a big big problem Rob the the music has never been put back to what it should be they lost rights licensing oh, rights to the music so I won't know the good songs that so should So you been will in it. not hear like the song that I know by heart that should be there is not there and it always breaks my heart because generally it was the perfect freaking song to, What was to, it? Dude, it's every episode. Every, every no, no, episode. No, no, no. You said there was a song that was so perfect. Or you're saying they did it every I'm episode. I'm telling you, every song. episode may or may not end with a song that was a perfect yeah. song oh. to end the episode. Those songs have right. been replaced with some, who know? I don't know who this is. It's a song that tried to maybe match the energy. It's a free song they got from something. Oh, man. Because they lost you the know, rights to I, it. So okay, when I I'm watch gonna, it, my heart kind of cracks the little places. Okay. Like, no. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm upset to know this because, one, I'll give you the, the easy example we all know. Beavis and Butthead minus the videos yes. they watched is yep. oh, it's terrible. Not, it's not Beavis and Butthead, right? That's right. Yeah. It's, 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 second, yeah. let me give you a modern example. And I know like you're sick of me saying this, and I'm just, I can't help it. I just keep rewatching <laughs> the two seasons of The Bear because it's it's incredible. I need to rewatch. It's incredible, but it, it, it hurts. Of it music, hurts. The it choice hurts. of music is so incredible, and at the mm -hmm. end of the first season, something really incredible happens. And right, well, imagine rewatching that. Well, and they play Let Down by Radiohead, <laughs> uh -huh. which is the most part. You know, it hits the triumphant, one day I'm going to grow wings, chemical reaction. You know, the uplifting Tom York's uh -huh. voice doing like five harmonies. I can't imagine that scene with some other song say, yeah, that the doesn't belong there. It just some, deflates everything. Some, some Muzak replacing that. Yeah. <laughs> Now oh, I haven't I know, watched. This. I know why you like the bear, Robbie. You're the type of dude who needs some pain every now and then. And that okay. show, because it does. But, I'm not. I'm not making fun of you. I'm not no, being I silly. I, that that show hurts. I mean, it hurts. It does, it's but, great. It's awesome. But it, but God, it there's hurts. So much redemption that pays off. Like that okay. pain gets paid off, and that I appreciate. I yes. haven't made it. Hey. I, I couldn't make it that Talking far. Talking about I something else. Oh, oh, paid oh, off. You've got to fit. You've I got, got some to get through the second season over here. Here goes. Hey, yo. I just made a joke <laughs> over your conversation. Sorry. I heard it. <laughs> hey, so, Northern Exposure, 
let's get into the first episode. Um, I have made a chart here, guys. I've made a chart, and then I've made a second chart, a tally chart. Because See, I, I mean, oh. you are you are literally being Abed, and you and, and you're like, I, this is better than Community. I don't get it. I am oh, happy. I, gotta, I am I happy about this I was, because I was Ed. Of- I'll tell you why, Jeff. Because Ed is the original yeah. Abed. That's why. Is, is he I, not? Is he hundred percent? Which one's Ed? Ed, uh, Ed oh, walks, Ed just shows up everywhere. Yes, Ed yes, walks yes, yes. so Ahmed can run, yep. my friend. <laughs> like that. Is- um, no, I want to tell you that the first ten minutes of the show, I was making fun of both of you out loud. Sure. Because right. I was like, "Oh, really? Then, Fish then out you of water? Chris. What a what an incredible concept!" <laughs> and like, "Oh, he's Jewish," and oh, you know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. And then, by the time the episode ended, I was like, "Oh, I've got to watch the next one." Yeah. And then the second one ended, and I'm like, "Well, I can squeeze one more." And I literally got in bed and turned on the fourth episode, watched five minutes. I was like, "I oh, shit, I got to get up at five. and I turned it off. <laughs> well, so I didn't want to stop watching it. I didn't want to stop watching. I can't. Can Stand the woman who's going to be I, I do predict him, but Robbie, oh, Robbie, have, they might Robbie will have there. a Pearl Jam level infatuation with yes. Chris by the can time I, he's finished with. Can all I this. ask you? Uh, yeah, I believe it. Can I ask you to just watch two a week? Can we do two a week and talk about it? it? It's hard, so no but more, yes, yes. No I watched more. three. I watched well, three myself. Well, and I only I would like you to be. I would like you to be the fresh observer. Like I've watched a bright dozen times a piece, but if you could watch two and then talk about two to keep them. Right, because okay, I don't want so you to get too. I've seen the first three. I, I'll I don't want to get, yeah, get caught up. I don't want you to get too far ahead because things happen. I don't know that we, we would affect what we would talk about. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Right. I kind of hey, want so you. Do, I, so do we get it, to talk yeah. about the Walt Whitman thing? Absolutely. Go ahead. I was going to okay, say we'll do okay. two at a time. I know the second episode. Okay. I haven't watched it, but I know exactly what you're okay, talking well, about. Okay. Am I stepping on any introduction or anything you want to say? Because I, I feel I like just, I have. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, I'm absolutely sorry. not. Here's the I really thing. I feel like I've been like, you have, no, have shut up. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> no, I, know, um, I am just, I'm happy you're into it. I just wanted to say that the intro music is so overused in the pilot. It really annoyed me. I forgot that. Okay. But it's clearly because they didn't have any money for other music, so they kept right. reusing really the, the, the. We need the to rename this the Three Dudes with ADD podcast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say, like, I don't know if it is for you, but for me, it's the most nostalgic show without being nostalgic at all. It's not from our world. But it is made in the '90s, and I don't. I think if I'd never watched oh. it until right now, I think oh. I would pick it up. I think it's soaked dude, in it. Dude, so the go main ahead. character. I can't think of his name. Joel. He's dressed Fleischmann. from the '80s. Joel's dressed from the '80s. Yes, he hasn't he caught is. the '90s yet. No, well, oh, no. completed um, completed jeans. To, uh, enough. Yeah, Let's yeah, never yeah. do that again. Ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Everybody so had pleated jeans. <laughs> So, so yeah, the second episode the Walt- starts off with a Walt Whitman quote by, or not quote, it's just Chris reading it and telling a story yeah. from his youth. By the way, that's on my tally chart. One of them is, does Chris tell a story from his life or philosophy? We got two okay. checked off in episode two. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so ahead. here is why I think, first of all, I found the first episode intriguing, but sure. this is where the hook got set in me. Okay. Yes. Yep. So we start off with the Whitman thing. Yeah. And I just love what he's saying. Like I am, I am. You, you don't want to get me started talking about Walt Whitman, okay? Because that's how much I love yes. and adore. This I man. love the Whitman um, myself. I consider myself okay. a Whitman because he was yeah, one, I, of the, I, he, one of the. He one of the few uh, that I would actually, I actually got anything out of his poems. Yeah, say, and this is you know, a dude, like truly moving this is, stuff. Yeah. 
and just remember real quick, the English geek has to say it. This is a sure. white dude in his white. time period who wanted slavery ended, women to have rights. He cared about um, prisoners, sick people. He wanted to invalids. make love to his boyfriend on the beach. Without everybody, trouble. everybody. He wanted love for every. He was, you know, everybody love everybody. Okay. Anyway, so he, he tells liked to smoke. I heard he was thing. a real pothead. He liked those old leaves of grass. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done, sir. Well done. Um, so. You know, he's telling his Whitman thing, and he's doing everything a English geek would love. Okay. Okay, so then he gets banned. He gets physically the shit beat out of him. <laughs> and, everything. and I'm thinking the guy has banned him because he was talking about homosexuality. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, small-town conservatism. Here we go. It gets there. And by the end of the episode... <laughs> That's not really what his problem was. No, not at all. His problem is, is Walt Whitman is a hero, and you should treat him like a hero and not do anything that could potentially denigrate him. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, so all of a sudden, this dude is a really complex character. He's not... Uh, an intimidating bully uh, who shoots a gun over your head. I have I've oh, he said is, this over the years. I've said this over the years. Maurice is one of the most well-written characters, and more than any other thing yeah. in the world, Northern Exposure taught me your characters need to be four-dimensional. Yes. They have to yes. have so many parts of their lives, right. good days and bad and this- days. Um, but Maurice, yeah, yes. I, I don't like the intro. When I saw the intro of Maurice repelling down the you, side of the yeah, house, that, that, that yeah. I was like, that's not, I was like, that's not Maurice. Like, Maurice is a <laughs> land baron. Like, Maurice is a, yeah. I, I'm a progressive. Let's I tear down everything. that forest. I, I want to own everything. everything yep. And I'm going to turn it into something that's going to make money for me. Um, right. He's a racist. He's a bigot. Um, yeah. He's all those things. But he's also, we talk about, you know, people... Some people around here are like this. He also has a huge heart, and he is like the he's such a conflicted character. Um, yes, yeah, and it, it, yes. you see it more and more as yes. the show goes on, and you kind of see him soften on some things, and you see him yeah. push back harder on some things. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, he's you never know. fixed. No one in the north. Yeah, don't ever don't fixed. don't get me wrong. I didn't miss that. He is he is implying that homosexuality is bad. Yeah, oh yeah. And therefore absolutely. don't tie it to him. No, I get that. But the fact that he is trying to say, I don't want to talk about he's gay because he's so important and he's amazing, that's something for that character yes. to do that blew my mind. And yep. su- sub note on this, I like that I don't I'm not supposed to like Joel, our protagonist. Right. Oh, yeah. He's selfish. Joe, he's Joe smarmy. So, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a yeah. D bag. Yes, he at is. So many turns. Now I will tell you this, guys. This is yes. You're is not somebody spoke. give me Joel, a Fred Thompson type. Joel is <laughs> yeah. Joel is yeah. He is despicable. He often just comes off as a complete jerk. Um, yeah. I have a theory about Northern that you identify with different characters as your life progresses. When I was very young, I thought Chris was the coolest thing in the world. When I got a little older, I thought Ed was. <laughs> the cooler guy. Right, right, when I got right. into my thirties, like mid thirties, I actually was on Fleischman's side. <laughs> I, I get it. Shit. I get it. I hope Ooh, I'm not you, at the end by the, the time I'm sixty. But um, at the end of the day, uh, I'm yeah. just trying to be Maryland. Uh, yeah, like I say, <laughs> yeah. we should all try to be Maryland. Um, right. Well, but, and, yeah. and I, I also thought that for the 1990s, there was a soft 
deft hand in the creation of the Native American uncle. That may mm-hmm. be episode oh, definitely, three. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I think it might be. Um, if th- that, there was nothing else, there was ahead, nothing but, else handling the issues like no, this show was at that no. time. And right? I mean, if, like, it so wasn't trophy. It's to, not a let's make a joke. Yeah, no, exactly. I got to love oh, his man. culture and it's see they, him struggle with. What if I lose my my masculinity and my identity and can't mm-hmm. help people? I'm aware right. that a lot of it's a sham. It's placebo. Sure. But yeah. it still bears an important um, part of our culture, well, and I don't want to lose that. And I was like, damn, that is like some human, mm-hmm. human writing right um, there. Well, so, good news. The culture only becomes more and more important within the show as it goes on. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah, it is. I'm a little mad. So can I, how far can I get this week? Because <laughs> I was planning on watching it, End of four. End, end, end of, of four, right? End of four, buddy. All right, end so I can, watch, I can watch the fourth episode. Okay. Yeah. So uh, okay. we're, going, we're uh, going back to the uh, 90s. I was thinking about that. We're, we're uh, like having to go episode, like week by week. Yes, I have to that's wait a week what I before wanted. I watched that's, it. That's <laughs> right? what I want it to like... be. I want it to be like the <laughs> 90s. And Michelle and I are going to pick a day. We're going to pick a night where we watch two of them. And we're going to be like, it's our northern night. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, no, I be, like this a lot. Um, so it'll be, I don't know what night you guys are going to pick, but we're going to just pick a night and we're going to watch two a week so we can discuss it. I'm super excited. Rob, I'm glad it. I'm glad you liked it because I was worried that it, first it episode. Is, is, no. You know, it's, I, it's, hey, what, what are we calling this segment, by the way? Like, expose yourself up Nor- north? Northern exposure, <laughs> exposure, I thought. <laughs> I like, okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, I was hoping for more sexual innuendo, but I'll exposing go with Exposing you know? the exposure. I don't, I don't know. There we go. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. And yeah, like, so, maybe we need a logo with like a guy in a trench coat with his back to you, you know, like yeah. suggestively. <laughs> so the other thing, by the way. Pointing up. The other thing that six I wanted to, to say. Six to midnight. Sorry. That, that I think hits, uh, or hits me so hard. And, um, and I think both you gentlemen will, will agree with this. I know this takes place in Alaska, but mm-hmm. I felt like it, these were these were people I grew up around. It feels like you're in Cessna. Um in Southern Illinois. It, it, you know, like it, it was just yeah. like yeah. very complex. Like this guy well, who runs the bar. I'm already Holland. fascinated with him. Love Holland, dude. You're gonna Holland's one of my I'm favorites. So fascinated with him. When I was, yeah, he's great. And he, he feels better, like better. Um, some men that I knew who ran businesses. Yeah. In Southern Illinois, when I was a kid growing up, and like. They were even at the time I didn't know the words, but I realized they were wonderfully complex people. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean. On one hand, yeah, this would, stuff that I, I don't uh, like, but on the other hand, they're incredibly I deeper so, and I, richer than I thought. Man, I so want to tell you about Holland's <coughs> history, but you will find it out. It's yeah, yeah it's, don't don't do that yet. Um, I want it because I'm yeah, I'm telling you, I'm every, all into this. Every single character is about as rich as you can expect for a 1990s show. This I'm yeah. telling you, this was the turning point in television. This was oh wow! This was the leading up to Sopranos in my mind, because okay. there's, there's no shows that have this much depth, or nuance and depth, nuance yeah. and didn't have to resolve something every you know every episode. Yes, this yes. Uh, um, now I will say this: um, when I was a young man, you know how this people are like, hey, you got a type or something. <laughs> people are like, oh, I don't have a type. Uh, I'm, you know, whatever, blah blah blah. Well. It was real apparent to me that I had a type um, between two people when I was young. One was General Zod's number one uh, villain, uh, in Superman Two. I'm seeing a pattern the lady, already. As soon as you the, said it, the second was Miss Maggie O'Connell. When I saw her in that bar in the pilot episode, and when Joel Flashman's drunk, 
I was like, I 100% have a type. Of what I, I'll repeat myself. Six to, six to midnight. Awesome. Six to midnight. I was like, yep, that's, that's, that's the one. And, okay. Uh, okay. And my, so my wife, who is very much a Maggie O'Connell, yeah, is, very much aw- is very much aware of my Maggie O'Connell obsession. Okay, so can I ask a question that you know sure. what I'm going to ask? What, does she it, get any it, better? It, Am I wrong in not liking her much right now? Am I missing something that's oh, no. just like Um I don't think no, that you're no. supposed I don't think you're supposed to like her or dislike her, Rob. I just think the characters are so uh defined that that's who she is and she's rubbing you the wrong way. And I okay. think and okay. that's who she is. I she rubs some of the characters the wrong way. Some of the characters just right. love her um uh, unconditionally. You, you know, uh Fleischman right. and her she's obviously designed to counteract Fleischman's Yeah, she's a foil for neurotic. Fleischman. I get Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And when you said there was going to be his girlfriend, um Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> but she's but okay. you know, no, no, she's no. definitely okay. she's definitely not Daisy Duke. She's not Heather Thomas in the Fall Guy. No, she's no, no. not so, you know what so I mean? here's the thing. I like that she's incredibly strong in a sure. world dominated by men. Mm-hmm. I love that she sticks to her guns and stuff. I feel like there's time times that she's um, unnecessarily cruel and it doesn't need to be oh, that way. Like, you have no idea. She's she's very yeah. cruel. <laughs> yeah, and I don't I, I don't like it for the and by the way, I want to make clear um, there's moments where she comes back at Joel and I'm like she kind of let him off light. She should have ate him for lunch <laughs> right there. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's not I, I guess I don't want it to sound like I you know cuz I could see in the 90s the the simple masculine criticism of her would be she's a bitch. That's not absolutely. What I'm saying. That's yeah, not absolutely. what I'm yeah. saying. But I know. Um, no, I understand. Um, she is a uh, yeah. I think she's just got layers, and some of them don't come off that well. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, that's I generally, fair. I don't uh, generally agree with her tactics, but I generally agree with her. Um, oh, philo- maybe jo- oh, okay, does that make sense? Okay, maybe that maybe you just hit the nail on the head for me. Maybe okay. that's my confliction with her is that I agree with her ideology. I don't like how she does things with it. Yes. Yeah. She is. Yes. She, she tries to use because it. Because she's she got wants, an ethos she wants that to she be, gotta love. Yes. And she, but she uses it the same. She's a hypocrite, I guess, is probably why you don't like her. Because she's doing the thing that she doesn't want you to do. <laughs> yes. <her>. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> in a way. Okay. I still I love her, um, but I love all the characters in their okay. own way. So even one sh- other even question Shelley. I have. Sure. Is, is Eddie going to become deeper than just appearing in places? Because I really want him to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ed's is that a bad crucial. question? Is that a Ed's, bad question? That's a pretty crucial no. part of the show. No. I, yeah, yeah, it's just I feel like there's a lot going on there that we haven't seen, and I want to know more about this I'm character. Be honest other with you, than for, he just for, shows up wherever the hell he wants yeah, at any given time. I forgot how little you see of him in the first episode. Okay. I, I really did. Okay. I, um, I, I thought, like, where's Ed? And I told you the first episode. I was like, where's Chris? Any moment. Now, well, that's it. Yeah, cut, that's they're right. They're to the radio right. station. When's it coming? Right. I'm going to hear Chris on the radio any second. Yeah. We're here listening when to I watched, K-Bear. When I watched <laughs> the pilot, I thought, Robbie's going to hate this because Chris hadn't made an appearance yet. I was counting on Chris to be Robbie's whole I really, whole did, you know I really I mean? did, too. <laughs> I really did, too. You know, um, and also, you know, one of the things I loved about you were saying the unresolved thing mm-hmm. is when Joel goes and meets Chris by the lake at his place. 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, where did you find a girl like that? He's like, in the woods. In, in the woods, man. Dude. Chris is a like, hound. <laughs> but he's like, there was a woman like that in the woods? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. There's no explanation <laughs> like, whatsoever. It's just, that's the way it is. That's, I thought that's that was Chris. really cool. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Chris all over. <laughs> yeah. And I don't She's know if it's place. because in my mind, Alaska, and I've been to Alaska, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's always been this cultural stereotype in America that Alaska is the place you go to escape wherever you're from. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, Not I'm sure. going as far. Like, for instance, in True Detective... Russ disappears after his well, career falls I apart. He goes just, back to Alaska. I was getting ready to say that um, Texas, the people in Texas, they say it's because no other state would take a thing into Texas. Right. Yeah, right. I think Alaska is the opposite of that. By the way, real fast, I hear that Russ Cole might be up there in Alaska about this time. <laughs> I'm, not jo- I'm not joking. Jody Foster said, like, said as much in an interview. All right. He's tied oh, in. that's interesting. Yeah, interesting. He, he is. Uh, he's tied in somehow. Anyway, um, I have a so I have this tally sheet. I want to run down it. It might give you a uh, uh, oh uh, a little feeling here for the show. Um, what do I have here? Okay, the first one, the first tally. I have Flashman rants. You're gonna get probably a Flashman rant <laughs> every show. <laughs> Uh, if he mentions New York in it or his education, I think that should be a bonus point. This is Northern Exposure Bingo. Yes, because that's that's probably going to happen. Uh, my next tally is uh, Chris, a, a story from his life or a philosophy, uh, which happens pretty probably every other show at least. Third, I have a Maggie O'Connell rant, um, not quite as often as a Flashman. <laughs> But if they're together, there probably will be a counter rant. Um, Fourthly, I have Ed makes a movie, TV, or song reference. Now, I didn't do the second episode, but in the first episode alone, he references uh, the show Saint Elsewhere, uh, Belle Biv DeVoe, and something else. I didn't write it down. I know there's a third thing. Actually, I I think in the second, third episode, he does, because he mentioned something, I think a heavy metal band or something. Yes, he is, he is the... Yeah, pop culture kid. What what he becomes in the show, Rob, is people will talk to Ed, and and unknowingly, Ed will say, yeah, well, that reminds me of uh, The Wild (laughs) Bunch. Directed by Sam Peckinpah, starring Blaine. He'll rattle them off, and he'll be yep. like, "See, the main yeah. decision, the guy." But they realized in the end that what would they have fought their whole life for? Even if they lived, they'd be too ashamed to be a man. Or you right. know, I mean, I'm, make, I'm making this up, but like, yeah, he, no, 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 he, I got you, I got you. He always uses a movie or a television show or a song to like communicate to some something to somebody, and they'll be like, "Ed, so, so Ed, by oh, the thank way, you. look at his age." And that, that's Gen X to a T. Yes, 100%. We communicated through pop culture. Deep yep. emotions, frustrations, everything. That was our, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking at? That was our mediator to yeah. get things out without it being too personal. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It was, nice. our, inter- it was our interface if we were uh, yep. recording things. Um, next one, I have the next category. Maurice has a beef with another character. Some number. <laughs> <laughs> number uh, episode one. Uh, he had a beef, and I'll tell you this, Rob. The way it ended with Maurice's speech about how's it feel up up there in space? There's no gravity. Is that how it feels yeah. when you love? Yeah. And the, the cheesy music comes in. That never happens again. 
was literally you know, what, you know what though? I'm gonna be honest with you. It didn't bother me at yeah. all because like the acting was so good between the two of them. It was. I, I love thought they held the him. cheese there. They did. They held the cheese there. I, I didn't it, bother uh, me. It was so cheesy compared to what the show becomes that I right. Was like, I got gotcha. you. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I was like, they wouldn't try this. They have really good writers later. <laughs> well, can I ask you a quick question about Bingo? Sure. Um, so far in the three episodes I've seen, Maurice has held two different meetings where the town has to come to the meeting. Oh, that's yeah, right. Does this happen one. a lot? That Does is this a great a lot? one. Yes, it is. I'm putting it down here <laughs> okay. right now. Because like that's I noticed like two out of three episodes, there's a town put, meeting that Maurice calls and yep. runs. <laughs> it's not always Maurice, but there's almost okay. town meetings happen a lot. Town meetings. <laughs> okay. Putting it on here. Okay. I um, feel better now that I picked up on something. Okay, good. Church okay. dismissed. <laughs> yes, uh, Maurice. Maurice holding them is great. Sometimes it's Holling, sometimes it's Joel. Um, our, here's another category. I'm not sure that happened in the first three you watched. Uh, does Does Marilyn Whirlwind tell you a story, or does any Sicily resident tell you a story poignant to the theme of the show? <laughs> uh, Marilyn. Oh, when we get hey, wait, when we get the story about the guy who that, that um, we didn't know was a professor till the last minute. Like, we find out about his suicide and everything. Oh, um, no. Absolutely not. All of a sudden, we're told backstory on him, and it was very poignant to what was going on sure. in the episode. No, usually Marilyn will be like, do you know the story about the crow and the moon? And then oh. she, she will, like, tell an Inuit story. Wait, is Marilyn his assistant that doesn't yeah. have a job? Yeah, there is no job. Yep. <laughs> she will, she will she never... She doesn't really talk much. She say, hasn't she, said much. She, hardly, she never hardly talks, but, like, everything... Is she episode. quiet, Marilyn, when she finally speaks? Yes. It's important. Every like fourth, every fourth or so episode, she will silent, tell him. silent Marilyn. Yeah, silent, silent Marilyn. That's right. She'll tell him a story that's usually like an Inuit story, <laughs> and it will fascinate him, and she'll walk away, and then he'll realize that he still doesn't have closure. Right. <laughs> 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 usually pretty great. Uh, the next one, I have magical realism. Was there any magical realism? I think they they're staying away from it right oh. now. Um, this first yeah, season. Yeah, I don't think I th- I've seen it. I don't think I've seen any magical. I think they were really scared this first season. I think by the end or by the to second too season. Weird. <laughs> yeah, and the second season, they're like, "Let's see what we can do. We we got renewed. Let's make this show kind of weird. Um, Let's do what they, we really want to do." Yeah, uh, they start becoming it's Vietnam um, now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you start seeing people's dreams a lot. You start. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's a it's a Sopranos trick of like. I was gonna say that's Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah, let's get inside people's heads, and you're 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 living dreams with them. Um, there's an episode all about the Aurora screwing up people's dreams, and they're being swapped, and everybody's trying to figure out who has each other's dreams, <laughs> so they can use them in therapy. <laughs> nice. Wait yeah. a minute. There's a therapist. Well, it's Flashman. He's being forced to do oh. it. <laughs> Yeah, okay. the doctor. Uh, uh, how then, many people live in this town? I think it says 700 on the sign. That's what I thought. I thought 700, Something 750. Like I thought somebody Something said. Like that. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's like it's it's in between Waltonville and Cesar, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the size of a, of a town. And you notice they're in a real town that's a real place. Um, yes. And, I, and I, you can really feel it. 
like when he's in his Sicily. office, you can, you can see, yeah, the damn hippie painted it, forgot to put the apostrophe <laughs> S. <laughs> yeah, but when they're in somebody's office or the bar, and, or not the bar, but in somebody's office or in somebody's house, you can see the rest of the town through the windows. Like there's no, you know, pulling punches. Like you're there. You feel immersed in it. Lastly, right. I have inappropriate, um, did not hold up. Uh, some of the music didn't hold up in the first one. Uh, I also inappropriate means every time Reese Rufus, Rufus Maurice uh, says something racist or bigoted. Yeah, and he yeah. had two of them. He had two of them in the first episode. I haven't gotten to the second one, but um, and then theme uh, was there like a theme that was kind of like overall in your face? Uh, and then thirdly, most important one, did it get you? Because a bunch of these episodes are gonna get you, and what I mean yeah. by get you is that last the la the show's gonna start to end, and you're gonna realize it's starting to end, and what's happening uh. is is wrapping up in such a beautiful way that you're gonna go, please don't end right now, right? And it's gonna end, and then you're gonna have the feeling of, oh, I miss my friends. <laughs> Yeah. Do you yeah. know that that conversation about love that happens towards the end of the episode? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where they're sitting there, you know, and I had that feeling like, oh, come on, not now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, keep going, keep going. They start That's doing exactly that how more. Rob and I feel about Ted Lasso. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. They yep. start it is. doing I mean, that. That's uh, the you yep. you get immersed in the world and you want to be there with your buddies. That yep. I have never heard it said yeah. more perfectly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Well, they keep doing that more and more expertly by season three there are episodes that literally will just sometimes i don't finish them because i've watched them a dozen times and i know how it ends and i'll turn it off and michelle will be like oh is it gonna make you cry <laughs> like, yeah i didn't want to watch it <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did like that. Um, that so this show comes out in the ninety. You said nineteen ninety so, July. When they have to spread the ashes in the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. It I think was, it's the it Lebowski. Was Lebowski. It was I, yeah, Lebowski. I was thinking that. I thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew it was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen. Oh yeah, you can see it coming a mile. As soon away. as he opens the window, you're like, well. I mean, this, yeah, this is a good If go they well. don't do that, <laughs> it'd be dumb. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And by uh, the way, just a complete side note, the guy that plays Maurice was in so many damn movies me growing up. Wargame. The one you're thinking I, of probably the most is Urban Cowboy, right? I was gonna say Urban yeah. Cowboy he's in, yeah. but he was in Kid Co. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. Oh, he was. That's Kid. right. Was he was. Oh my yeah. god, that was so. Um, I love that. He's in a lot of things. They're taxing you on the front movies. end and the back end. Yes, and he uh, he he played I a jerk about that movie a lot. In years. Yeah. But when he played a good guy, you fell in love with him. Then um, he is a major character in Better Call Saul. Oh, that's um, right. In the last, you know, he's very he's he's looking old, a little rough. Very old. Yeah. yeah. He's also, so my point is, you might forget, he's also the old. He's in uh, No Country for Old Men. He's the guy. Yes. That, he's the guy Tommy Lee goes to talk to. Yes. His, his, his old yes. or whatever. And you know, so this is the thing. I watched like, like two I, hours of that movie and saw him shoot like two people in the desert. And it was like, ah, I'm done. Oh, wow. I love that movie. But um, 
I, I was completely. I'm, I'm excited to get to see him do more acting than I ever got to see before. Oh, he's great. Like he's always like a bit. You know, he's always like a small character. Mm-hmm. He's not really important in things. He's been a great character. He was actor. a great I character see actor. Him, and uh, but I want to see him do more. Like him, him finally giving that speech. After he finds out the town hates his record or his recording <laughs> yeah. and his DJs, like they just <laughs> eat him alive. There's no mercy. We hate your music. You know, I'm sick of hearing guys and dolls. Like all I'm that shit goes on, and then he gives that speech about Whitman, and I'm like, oh my god, this is great. And damn, this dude could act. So anyway, you know, I'm having yeah. a Mandela. I'm having a Mandela effect with that guy right now because he needed to be in Dr. Strangelove and I see him in it, but I know he's <laughs> not in it. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're out of time for what? the radio show. If you want to hear us curse, oh, okay. turn it into 20 and 21. <laughs> uh, we're podcaster found. See you later, WDBX. We love you. All right. That's the fucking Mother potatoes, Ma. <laughs> I'm glad you're into this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking good times, man. It's fucking great yes. over here. Yes, the '90s without being the '90s. Um, it the, um, the pleated jeans. I had to like hit fucking pause and fucking just <laughs> laugh and laugh and laugh. Flashman's oh, style so gets it gets worse and worse as the '90s. Goes it does. Too. He gets he it starts does. wearing bigger and bigger coats and more like I, that's khakis. that's. <laughs> That's what I remember of Fleischman is like he's always running around looking like Nanook of the North. Yes, you know? giant coat. He is not <laughs> right, acclimated. Right. He's not acclimated no, to like Alaska. Never, never, fucking never. It'd be like putting me in. It'd be like putting me in fucking Alaska. You know what I mean? Dude, he's wearing he's wearing loud cardigans. That's like the late '80s, so bad. <laughs> I guess Woody oh, Allen was still a hot property then too. He hadn't tried to fuck kids and shit yet, but yeah, he, that's he, right, uh, right, right. Well, and did you, you, you can not, see the you, inf- you can see the influence a, a lot. Well, and by the way, Ed is like grunge before we're grunge. You're right. It's '90s. Like, he's totally like, right. Yeah, he's totally grunge. He's like oh, he, Ed, he yeah. should be hanging out in Seattle in a you club, listening to some weird that. band named Nirvana or something. Like seriously. <laughs> when I looked up that it took place in ni- or when it happened, they were made in 1990. It freaked me out. I always thought these were made starting in like '93. Um, I don't know why, but you're right. It's right. it's Ed was way ahead of the curve there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe absolutely. Did, did Ed create grunge style? Uh, yeah, right. Well, I want to know who wrote him because clearly this person understood Gen X early on. Well, it's Joshua well, Bryan and uh, Joanne Falsey are the main writers for the first season, and they basically run the show. David Chase takes over as <laughs> showrunner around season four, I think. Um, but he still employs all those uh, people, and there's a few writers. Um, you'll you'll st- it'll be like Sopranos. There's a few writers that when you see their name on an episode, you'll be like, yes, this is going to be quality. Oh, like the, right. You know, you know what I mean? Like, they're, none of them are necessarily Who bad. Who did you say? Josh Falsey is one I'm looking up. Josh Falsey and Joe. Wait, no. I Joshua got, Brand? Joshua Brand and Joanne Falsey. That's what it is. Okay, Joanne so when Falsey, I look at Something up, like that. Both those guys are complete. Um, they're boomers. They are huh. boomers. Like I, like I was waiting to see some younger oh, no. Gen Xer in there writing it. No, man, they're boomers. Huh? Well, that's they, fascinating. Uh, they got it. Well, you know, at, at the time, though, they would have been, you know, that's what, what uh, late thirties, yeah. early forties. You know, they're responsible yeah. for marketing. They're looking at yeah. the next generation. They're in the Pacific Northwest. They're like, what's the trend? 
let's follow the <laughs> yeah, trend and market they, it. But they right? did it without being shitty. I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but, like, but that's remember, what boomers, boomers weren't they, uh, always necessarily shitty. Remember, they had that whole lie about you know counterculture yeah. and peace and love. I and all know that stuff. from uh, I. They have been on. I listen to a lot of writers' podcasts, and they've been on a few writers' podcasts, and they were very inspired by uh, literature. They they um, they weren't really didn't really want to be TV people, but they thought they could use what they knew um, to tell stories on television in a different <coughs> way. Was kind of oh. essentially their hey, goal. They I didn't mean to interrupt here, but Andrew ri- Schneider writes on the show, mm-hmm. born in 78. So okay. he would have been like 21 okay. years old writing on this show. So wow. maybe there's that That's like crazy. That's crazy. inflection into this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty fascinating. Some of it no, will not, be. Yeah. Some some of it will be very dated because you'll see what I thought was dated, but now that I know it's the '90s, it's not dated because Shelley it will be like super into Def Leppard or, <laughs> or something <laughs> lame that you're like, what Shelley? It's 19, but I guess like I said, my time frame has always been. Oh, off. 1990. Def Leppard was still huge. Hysteria oh, was yeah. still burning up Absolutely. every chart for popular music. You got to think they're in Alaska, so yeah. They're going to be behind, like Illinois right. was behind in the 1990. So could you imagine oh, how absolutely. far behind Alaska would be behind? <laughs> They'd be right. behind culturally, I would think. Well, a couple so years. like at one point, I was wondering, you know, like in your late 80s, early 90s, people start getting satellites where you could get MTV and HBO yeah. and all that. And I'm yeah. wondering if like, did any of them watch? Do we know if they ever watch MTV or anything well, like this? Guess what, Doc. There's an episode where Holland gets a satellite in the bar and they become obsessed with television. <laughs> they become obsessed with what? With television. Oh, okay, okay. Very cool, Holland, very cool. Holland gets a satellite and like people are just, <laughs> they, they watch. I forgot what they watch. Maybe it's Like sports. they won't even go home. They just sit and watch that. Or maybe it's Shelly. Maybe Shelly becomes obsessed with the Home Shopping Network when they get a satellite. It's, it's something along those lines. Right. Um, but but they they watch sports and Holland hates sports because it, it divides the uh, bar and he hates the, the bar being whatever. I'm spoiling a little bit of stuff. So he likes them to so he likes them to watch food competitions <laughs> <laughs> on the bar the, on the television bar with his satellite. Uh, oh hey oh well uh, I'm, just uh, a mark. I have, uh, I think I got everything uh, out of the way that I wanted to talk about. I didn't want to rant about. Uh, well, I, can Prince I just say one last thing about the show? Absolutely, I'm, I'm pretty, whatever you want to. I, I, I'm, I've been deflated that you told me all the good music's taken out of it. Because like it's I was a looking forward to it. Now I, I will tell you, I've only watched the first episode. Perhaps, maybe Amazon figured out a way to get the rights to them. Possibly, I doubt it. Okay, that's worth a Google. You know, man, to there's. See. <clears throat> If they have them or that, not. That happens with, uh, sorry about that, that happens with community, though. It depends on what service you're watching it on as Yo, to who's really? got the license to what. Yo. Yeah, and there's, uh, you know, if you watch on Netflix, there's some stuff that's, you know, deleted and cut out. There's a whole episode huh. they don't show. If you watch it on, yeah, yep. so, yeah. yeah, who knows what we'll get. Yeah, I doubt Amazon true. paid for it, but they could have. I don't know. Right. You have time. You have Bezos time for Google. Could just a, buy the damn thing. I was going to say two minutes um, of his income of one day. If anybody really loves me, there's a uh, German import you can get of the show <laughs> that they don't have to pay <laughs> licensing rights for American music. So they went ahead and restored it the way it should be, and then they have an English option on there. Um, so you can't get it, but it's a little high. It's a German import. <laughs> 
I'd say give it three weeks and there'll probably be an AI Steamboat Willie version of it. (laughs) (laughs) Part of me wants to try to keep track of every time I hear a song. Oh, I should put that in the tally list. Every time I hear a song, new song I'll put in it, that I don't think belongs there. Because I I wonder if there's a database out there that keeps track of... Um, oh, I bet you! I bet you there's a Northern Exposure group or two out there that they there's community groups that do exactly that. I mean that you can go in and mm-hmm. you know just search their Northern history. Northern Exposure stuff. music changes. Already found it. Nope. Oh, <laughs> Caesars placed most of the music with generic elevator style music, resulting in lower cost release. The first and second seasons were also released re-released together in packaging that matches. Third through sixth season, so yeah, yeah, people are seeing it all over as a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, yeah, especially yeah. They, I'm looking here that says the second season they really start changing music. I'm telling you, it's it's heartbreaking when you know that was, what, what it should be. But. Like for for instance, let me see if I can pull one up here. Picked up season four. I'm trying. I don't want to read too much of this, but there's some song that should be there, and they're like, no, they cut in. Oh, just before Danny Kay is supposed to start singing, they do like Casio music instead. Oh. oh. Yeah. So there's a mortgage scene. I don't there know. are several episodes where the music can't be changed because Chris has a connection to it or talks about it before he plays it on the radio. Yeah, so, see, I wondered about that. I really yeah. wondered about that. So it's an issue. Like, we'll, we'll uh, hopefully, I don't well, know, maybe it'll be Okay, real quick, talk. check this out. I just looked up season four, season six songs. So this mm-hmm. gives away nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is that all there is? Peggy Lee. Oh, God, you do something to songs. me. Um, Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm skipping around a little bit. Queen of Memphis, Confederate Railroad. Hey, uh, one of our favorites. Uh, Got asked to open up you, for him. I told you won't him let me go. Ray Charles. Uh, Don't leave me, Buckwheat Zydeco. Oh God, Buckwheat, yeah, yeah. Um, all I know is exactly Fair Love and War, Ronnie Millsap. I know just like a woman, Nina Simone, Bob Dylan, just like a woman. Yeah. Um. Wow. I mean, I'm sitting here like looking at this. This is like just all over the place, crazy. Mm-hmm. All this stuff, and I guess what they're saying is almost all the Buddy Hol- or Billy Holiday. I wished on the moon. Oh God, breaking my heart. Yeah, just yeah, imagine, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, knowing a movie where uh, just like a woman's supposed to be playing, and suddenly it's music. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like, look, this is, um, they say, I'm on fire by Bruce Springsteen gets played. Hey, Joe by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Um, Trouble No More, Allman Brothers Band. Now, I know those. Um, actually, this is I, insane. This is I know, insane. I know Hey Joe almost has to be played because it's crucial to the episode. Like, Chris calls right. it out specifically. So that's good news. Maybe they kept those back. I don't know. Now, uh, by we'll the find way, out. they did play Family Tradition by Hank Williams Jr. I that, heard that. Um, it's, it's Joel's intro I like to the that bar. Is straight up, yeah, that's straight up Hank Williams Jr. Because, you know, if you grew up in Waltonville, yeah. you knew that song. And when I heard uh, that, <laughs> it gave me hope. I kind of want to get my Blu-rays out and watch the first episode and, on the Blu-ray. And see if to, it's different. To compare it, yeah. Just to see yeah. what's different what's not. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, you guys got anything else you want to talk about before we get off of here? Elton John and EGOT. Let's save that yes. for next time. What did you? Uh, what did you? What did he get? Just did he get a Grammy? I have uh, no Emmy, idea. I just saw a headline. Yeah, I, I think wasn't that the Emmys most recent the other thing night. there was? Emmys were the other yeah. night. So yeah, it could have been an Emmy. Well, yeah, was I it talk is, about uh, that. A belated Emmy about... for his uh, cameo on uh, 
Two Broke Girls. That's right. <laughs> oh, he had that concert thing on Disney. I bet that's what it was. I bet, oh, it, was that that li- I bet it was that live show, his last show, even though he's they still made, on tour. By the way, they get, made jokes yeah. about him getting the EGOT on... Uh, what did he get the Oscar for? I mean, was it, did he score something? or Lion King, oh, maybe? John or something Oscar. Like that, probably. I'll look it up real quick. Uh, that, that that'd makes be sense. my guess. That's, I figured it was a score. I don't it, remember. It's a sa- yeah, it'd be a score. I just okay, here, that. I can give you how he became an EGOT. I can give you all of it. All okay, right. here we go. Here, so, no, I don't want ads. Okay, so... You don't. No, he got his EGOT through... Okay, so, Emmy Award thanks to <clears throat> Elton John Live Farewell from Dodger Stadium. Yep. Available uh, on Disney. Uh, then he got Grammys Plus. and Oscars for The Lion King and Rocketman. Uh-huh. And nah. he got a Tony for the musical Ada. Ah, I thought uh, it was gonna yeah. be. I thought it was gonna be Lion King on Broadway. <laughs> with yeah, like, yeah, right. Like, yeah, so yeah. Right, Lion cool. King yeah, because um, by the way, uh, a- Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. So they did this really cool thing on the Emmys, just real quick, because I know we're almost done. Which I think you guys both would appreciate. They they were celebrating important moments in television history, mm-hmm. and so like they would turn around a set, and it would be the cast of Martin sitting on the set. Mm-hmm. They nice. turned it around, and it was Cheers. And I mean, they had as many of the actors, they're all in the family. As Norm. many actors as they could, they had them. <laughs> Norm comes out, he can barely walk. Oh, and he came out of the back of the bar, put his arm on the um, on the bar, and, and read the winner to Did they it. have anyway, uh, good times when she said, damn, <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> no, they did not. Oh, um, it's, too, it's too bad. But uh, <laughs> Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did the, uh, the news from Saturday Night Live. Mm. Mm-hmm. And ah. immediately they said, "Now I can't speak for Elton, but he got to be excited about that." Amy Poehler. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. You know, it's perfect for really them funny. to do it too. So hey, I saw but, something no, the um, other day about uh, Lauren Michaels says Tina Fey's the perfect replacement. Yes, I saw that too, which I agree I've with. I like that. People, I've heard I people like say that. her or Seth yeah. Meyers should come back and take it over. But I yeah, I, like I, I don't, I don't yeah. dislike Seth, but I like, like Tina Fey an awful lot. Yeah, I like her a lot. Let's get her back. Let's get her in there. Let's sign a petition. Absolutely. That'll do something. Well, uh, before we go, I, like, uh, I am super excited that we're doing the uh, exposure on expose. Wait, expose exposure? I don't know. We're going to come up with something a like that. Yeah. We're going to do uh, it's on Amazon Prime, two episodes. Uh, yeah, we'll do two Robbie's only allowed to watch episode four this week. That's right. <laughs> I I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, Rob. <laughs> I've watched watch three. like 10 minutes a day. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and stop. <laughs> I guess, you know what, what are we up to? Let's say, let's say we're up to three. I'll give you four and five. How's that? Okay. No, okay. Because okay. uh, I think That's we're better. all, I, yeah. I am, I am very current. I know we, we kind of covered, I'll, I'll do my own stats on two and three separately and I'll talk about yeah. it. But do four and five. I would like to talk about the dude's suicide, too, when we get a chance, because I thought yeah. they handled that very deftly. Man, but they, anyway, they, go ahead. They handle so many subjects like that. First gay marriage ever on television is on Northern Exposure. Well, I did uh, not Kevorkian, know that. Kevorkian was a thing right about then, Kevorkian, too, wasn't he? Yes. And they, yes. They, yes. They handled, you know, that was an issue, and, you know. Yeah, heavy, heavy, heavy topics. And the fact that like, that's the episode, I haven't seen it. That's the one where Ruth Ann basically tells Joel, like, it's his life. You have no right to tell him 
Right. Is that right, or is this a different episode yeah. that I'm thinking about? No, yes. no, 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 yeah. no. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I thought so. Where Joel like has a big wake up moment of like, mm-hmm. his, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, he's I, like, I'm a doctor. I'm supposed to keep people alive. You know, this, this, yeah. and this. Yeah, it's it's pretty powerful. Yeah. You tell me not to want to play God. I am God. That was my Alec Baldwin <laughs> from uh, Malice. Uh, all right. Well, what? I am excited about this. So next, <laughs> a little Alec next Baldwin. week we'll talk about the Boss Hog Land deal. That's right. <laughs> hey, did you got? Hey, 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 wait, 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 wait! I've got to throw sure that out. I saw what? something interesting real quick. That, was a, that was a good teaser, man. I was. We no, were hang out. on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Boss Hog actor. Do you know his background? He was a Not Korean intelligence, okay, his intelligence guy. I know. Korea. I saw this the other yeah. way. Something like okay, a pumpkin so stuffed in a pair of pants. But. He was, oh, he was fluent. Backside. No, no, no. Listen to this. He was fluent in French, Latin, Japanese, Korean, Spanish, Portuguese, Russian, Ukrainian, Belarusian, German, Greek, and Italian. He also had he could he could have a working speech of Arabic, Mandarin, Dutch, Persian, Polish, Swedish. Um, he got his master's degree from Columbia. No, no, no. He got his bachelor's from Columbia yeah. and, and his master's from Yale. I saw this the other day on yeah. a, a TikTok, and I was like, holy Look, shit, I didn't know this. Look him I, up with Korean War, no Robbie. No clue. Do what? Look him up in association with, with the Korean War. Okay, Uh-oh. okay, personal life. Yeah, he was an intelligence the... agent. That's that's why he has all those language skills and everything. He was an intelligence guy. Oh. That, that was his job in the military. Yeah, he served in Korea. He was a badass. I hope he's okay, responsible for that dog quick. meat ban because that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, military service. Okay, I'm looking it up real quick. I'm hurrying. You he tell was counterintelligence in Korea. I don't Korea. want no yes. more dog meat in here. <laughs> By the way, Shark, it wasn't that I didn't believe you. I just wanted to see it. Yeah, no, I yes, mean, he yeah, was that's why I told you to look it up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. The was, yeah. Started yeah, was, acting when he was ten years old. But he took wow. off to earn an Ivy League can, education. I mean, can you he imagine being fluent. some Chinese dude in 1952 who gets captured and you're interrogated by Boss Hall in Chinese? <laughs> yeah, so you're at, listen to this. These linguistic skills were I mean, put that to happened. Use that literally happened. By yeah. the United States during the Korean conflict, he served counterintelligence using his mastery of languages to fight persistence intelligence efforts by communist forces. Yeah. Yeah, he I didn't know you boys weren't up on your boss hog history. Debriefing returned. <laughs> he escaped from prisoners of war observing terrain. Yeah, he kept tabs on enemy intelligence. Yeah, wow. yeah, he was he was yeah. serious, man. He was yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah, wild. I hate to let you down, but 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 I don't think Buddy Epson was in fact a war hero. <laughs> I think he was just a regular. I old never guy. thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, they said ironically, hey, Eddie, Arnold, he Eddie Arnold in, though was. Uh, yes. I mean, By the Eddie way, did you know the boss right? hog? Appeared in Korean conflict episodes of MASH where he was like a goofball making fun of things. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the movie okay, is so, so, anyway, so inappropriate. I'm sorry that we went that direction, but <laughs> no, I had to share I'm glad, that with you. I'm that's glad great. we did. I'm glad we did. I needed yes, some boss hog trivia. Okay, um, so there it is. So, whatever so we you do, don't sell your land to the coal miner next week. That's right. Expose, exposure. No, Expo- exposure, exposing exposure. That's right, with a little streak. Yeah, like Jeff exposing said, exposing the exposure. <laughs> Northern style. It's all about the logo. <laughs> <laughs> Colon Northern. <laughs> 
colon, subcolon, <laughs> Sicily. Parentheses. <laughs> Fish out of show. water. Nineties. <laughs> this is turned into a Dan Baird song. <laughs> Jew doctor. Yeah. Oh, Maurice he he takes some stabs him. at the Jew doctor things. Yeah, it's Maurice. Does. Yes. Oh my God. There's a bunch you of like, people. You people are good doctors. That's but. <laughs> right. He, he says so many underhanded jabs at Joel, and he gets there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> He's so the original Chevy Chase. <laughs> He's the original. Pierce, I'm starting to think that maybe community is nothing more than northern exposure in a classroom. I think you're right. We're going to find that out. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Love you. Uh, We'll see you next time. Episodes four and five. Later, everybody. Adios. Hello, everyone. Uh, Joe here. Um, I have some sad news to report um, that I'd like to let you know that someone very close to the uh, day after we recorded this um, episode um, someone very, very close and important to the, uh, 20 and 21 family, um, passed away. So, um, we might be dark, I don't know, for a week or two. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Um, but we will be back, um, because we, all three of us kind of need this show (laughs) to help each other, uh, survive the world. Um, so, I don't know. I know we'll be back, uh, but just in case we're not there for a week or two, um, just letting you know. Love you. Hold each other tight, and uh, be thankful if you got somebody to love or that loves you if you do.